This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Before we get into today's episode, we would like to acknowledge and pay respects to the Wondry people of the Kulin Nation who are the traditional owners of this land. We pay our deepest respects to their elders, past and present, and to the next generation who we hope to create a different future for. The best career advice that you are not getting is to invest. Hello and welcome to Your In Good Company, a podcast that makes investing accessible for everyone. I am Maddie Guest and as always, I am back with my co-host Sophie Dicker after... Last week, I forgot to turn my mic on. So, can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear you? Okay, great. Not only, we finished the episode last week and we realised that we hadn't hit record on, on the video. On the video. And we're like, no, the video. And then Sasha, our producer, was like, yeah, look, I don't think you even pressed record on the recording machine. So, we're back. And if you listen to last week's ep, Maddie did a nice little intro. And this week, we're going to speak about Disney and leadership. Yes, I will say as well, this is our second go today because we started without hitting record again. It is that close to Christmas. It's actually 12 days till Christmas. Oh, you said you were going to do this. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) All right. Before we do, I have to tell you something that I have discovered this week. Yeah. We actually had a surprise feature on Hamish and Andy's finale episode of the season. What, like they recommended us? (laughs) I mean, not quite. (laughs) They have had a long-standing thing where they wanted to get heaps of people onto a flight and do like an emergency exit where you slide down the slide. Today's flight will not happen. We are just going to push back and going to roll slowly to the hangar. Like like when crash landing? Yes, but... I mean, they didn't actually go into the air. They oh, just like did it at an like, airport. <laughs> they did it with Rex and they posted a video to their socials filming people sliding down the slide. Yeah. And the song was our theme song. Oh, I was like, <laughs> where are you going with this? I literally was, yeah. And then they all talked about investing. No, I was watching it and I was like, this is familiar. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> You'll have to link it to me. That's hilarious. I will. Oh, I thought, though, for a second that you were going to say we were featured on Hamish and Andy. And I was like, not quite. In flux. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello to all the new listeners. <laughs> God, that would be like... It would be huge. Oh, like just like Hamish saying your name. I'd be like, yeah. yes, I've made it. <laughs> so last week we had a chat, a very good chat, all about leadership um, off the back of the Disney story. You are the Disney investor out of the two of us. Can you give a quick rundown about what happened what is it now, two weeks ago, with the Bob Iger, who is the previous CEO, Saga. It's a stunning development in the business world overnight. Bob Iger is back at the top of Disney. Just two Yes. So the headline is that Bob Iger is returning to Walt Disney as CEO less than a year after he retired, which is a surprise comeback that coincides with the entertainment company's attempt to boost investor confidence and profits at its streaming media unit. How's that for a headline? Is that a headline or a paragraph of the, <laughs> of the article? So let me summarise. Bob Iger, yeah. previous CEO. Yeah. Age, age 71 now. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of young though. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> he's coming back into the company. Yeah, so he was a CEO for 15 years before Bob Shapek took over. So let's set it up now. We'll refer to the old CEO who's now back as Iger. Yeah. And the intermittent one that didn't last very long as Shapek. So he took over in Feb of 2020, just as the sort of COVID-19 pandemic led to park closures and visitor restrictions. So, I mean, not ideal timing to take over a company. Yeah, when you messaged me and said you wanted to discuss this, I started doing a little bit of research. And what I found so fascinating was the Disney share price because I I haven't really been watching Disney. And I saw that, you know, over the kind of COVID period in March 2021, Disney was at like huge highs, like $190.00 per share and now it's sitting at like the $90 per share so it's almost halved during that period yeah what's kind of like the background to what's kind of happened with Disney yeah so the share price is down even just 41% since January this year and in on November 9th of this year so just about a month ago now shares in Walt Disney actually dropped 13% in one day, which is its biggest loss in one day since 2001, more than 20 years ago. And so so did something happen in November? (laughs) We'll get there. Okay. But what did happen recently when Iger announced that he was coming back, he announced he was coming back, (laughs) and the company announced that Iger was coming back, is the share price jumped almost 10% in one day. So I'll set the scene. Shapex took the reins a couple of years ago in the early days of the pandemic. And at this point, the business was having, was experiencing really considerable losses from Mm. shutdowns of movie theaters, theme parks. Mm. They had to pull blockbuster movies and shut down operations all over the place. Disney also became involved in a lawsuit with Scarlett Johansson. So Johansson actually sued Disney, accusing it of breaching its contract with her because they offered the movie on Disney Plus at the same time that it was released in box office, which I guess like... You don't know everything about me. ...would be to the detriment of like maybe some a bonus that she might receive depending on the box office performance and things like that. I remember when this was all happening as well because I feel like it wasn't the most... I don't know. We were in lockdown. We were in lockdown. (laughs) Exciting. And I remember it being like such a thing because like Disney's not often in the press for like press for bad things. Yes. He, well, speaking of bad things, Shapek also copped a lot of criticism in response to when the Florida State Senate passed a bill that has been sort of dubbed as the Don't Say Gay Bill. Um, And basically what it was, was it was banning the learning of sexual orientation and gender identity from kindergarten to grade three. Yeah. Now the background here, so Disney is a massive employer in Florida because that's where one of their theme parks is. Yeah. Um, And they also have cruise ship operations that go out of there. And the bill, I guess, directly impacted a lot of Disney's employees, therefore, who are living in the state. And Disney has sort of long had a bit of a reputation in this state of being quite powerful because they donate a lot of money to political parties, Mm. so both Republican and Democratic parties. And why this sort of caused a lot of issues is because Shapek at the time was like, basically took the line of, I'm not getting involved in politics. Mm. I'm going to stay out of this issue. Yeah. But you can't really say that when you are a massive donor to political parties. Like your business is getting involved in politics and you are choosing to do that. And I think also Iger had a bit of a reputation for sticking up to like his values of what he thought was right. So maybe Disney employees are a bit like... Well, it was a big contrast. Yeah, they were not used to a a leader that wasn't willing to like speak their mind or speak their truth or whatever. Exactly. So Disney employees even staged a walkout at one point in response to it. And apparently there were Slack channels and everything that were like kind of blowing up with the disappointment with the CEO. So he copped a lot of criticism around that time. So... 
that all these factors coupled with like obviously macroeconomic factors that are hitting every company at the yes. moment like inflation interest rates etc the share price has gone from what we mentioned before that 190 mark down to the what is it 80 mark yeah. all these factors are leading to a lower share price and as a result they're saying let's bring back the old leader that everyone loved well yeah i think it sort of culminated a couple of weeks ago when disney came out and made an announcement around their disney plus they are experiencing rising costs in the area and they posted a 1.5 billion dollar loss billion with a b and they're not expecting Ooh. profitability for another few years so investors really did not like that news and so then when the new CEO, the old CEO, the Bob yeah. that was the Bob, the historical Bob. <laughs> Iger. Iger. <laughs> the share price jumped. It was up like, what, 7, 7% yeah. when the news was announced. So it kind of begs the question, like, is leadership really important? Well, Iger is considered like entertainment industry royalty. So he joined Disney as a junior all the way back in mm. the 70s. He's been at the company for over 40 years and he's transformed it essentially into the global powerhouse that we know it is today. Like it was under his leadership that they acquired Pixar, Marvel, 21st Century Fox. Yeah. So him coming back is a really big deal. I actually asked um, Sam before like what he thought of like Bob Iger Mm. and he was like, oh, you know, I think I'd really trust him because he was like on the board of Apple and he was really good friends with Steve Jobs. Yes. (laughs) It's in the book, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, so in his book, Ride of a Lifetime, recommend reading it if you haven't already. He talks about how when he retired from Disney or resigned, retired, he was thinking about running for US president. And I'm like, (laughs) I just feel like, like, I probably shouldn't say this because I don't know anything about what his politics would have been, but like having an ex-Disney CEO with like that kind of like creativity and charisma as the president of the United States, I'm like, love, that is so cool. Imagine the White House, it'd be like I know. <laughs> theme park. Like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. It actually would be like a theme park. <laughs> okay, so bringing it to then, obviously investors have reacted in a certain way, a positive way mm. because of a single person. Yeah. So you know, when you think about your investment decisions, what what kind of characteristics of leadership do you find important or do you look for mm. when, you're in, when you are investing in a company? I think number one for me is getting a sense of culture because I think mm. leaders can really cultivate culture and sort of drive performance from that. Yeah. So one thing that comes to mind immediately, and it's not necessarily positive I don't know if it's a positive or negative thing but it's been I've been listening to a lot about it recently how Elon Musk now that he has taken over Twitter Mm. is coming out and saying that you know Twitter you have to commit to a new hardcore company or leave we'll give you severance pay but basically you know you have to be willing to work long hours high intensity and only I think he said only exceptional performance will constitute a passing grade yeah okay that talk about culture driving performance like and I think what I find the most interesting about this situation is people who apply to Twitter going forward people who want to work at Twitter going forward Mm. they know exactly what they're signing up for and I think it's going to be really interesting to see if Elon can kind of transform this company into like a super high performing culture but strike the balance between like doing it in a good way yeah it's interesting you say that because I was wondering where you're going with that train of thought so you're Mm. saying like he is setting from the very beginning, if you want to work for me, this is what you're walking into. Exactly. So it's potentially a positive for people to be like, you know what, I'm signing up for this rather yeah. than walking in the door and not realising and then getting hit in the face. Yeah. Because to me, what cultivating culture is would be like 
fostering a really supportive and friendly yeah, environment. But I mean, culture means like exactly. culture is anything, right? Like yeah. good culture, bad culture, and what that means something different to everyone. And yeah. for some people, that high performing, like intense culture, it works for them. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. No, it's such an interesting perspective because so I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how Twitter performs off the back of this. Yeah, over the next few years. Oh yeah. I mean, I think everyone's everyone's excited to see what happens to <laughs> <in> Twitter. <laughs> what does what does like good leader look like to you? I think good leader looks like a like role model. Mm-hmm. I actually was speaking to a couple of friends about this at work. I was saying like, what do you think about leadership? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you ask us every day questions yeah. <laughs> that are really weird. Um, and one of them said, which resonated with me is like um, being in the trenches, like your leader being in the trenches with you. And I know like um, you and I have spoken about this with our personal roles. Like if you're online, our personal roles, our, personal our, our, jobs, our actual jobs, our jobs. <laughs> like if you're online late at night and your leader or your part, like your you know boss is doing that Mm. with you it's like they have that mutual respect that you know we're in this together and we're working together and I think it makes you feel like supported 100% so I think when I look at investment decisions and like we'll get into where we look later but it's one of those things it's like is that person they really care about their employees are they there doing the same job are they happy to do any job or are they sitting at the top being like delegate delegate I mean delegation's obviously good but like you know just passing (laughs) off everything and not actually doing anything I think what I think about when like a flaw on from that is um leadership values and like company values because Mm. I think company values really flow from the people at the top and I mean even linking it back to Disney and like the Shapex situation with the don't say gay saga him not coming out and Mm. actively speaking against that was a real contradiction to so many of the values that people signed up to at Disney and I think that that has a real influence on culture and therefore performance especially at a massive company a lot of like obviously publicly listed ones because like they have to disclose stuff they have to have a voice like companies have such more of a presence these days in society whether Mm. they like it or not you know companies are more powerful than some governments around the world so I think the values thing is like easy to spot but also like one that people are hyper aware of yeah have you made any investments off the back of like a leader that you have like watched or liked or? So I haven't invested in one, but I've actually got one on my watch list. Oh, <clears throat> tell us. So, you know how I love Audi? Yes. Obviously, <laughs> that's all I talk about. <laughs> Most episodes, yes. Yeah. So obviously Audi's not listed, but I was looking in, you know, the in, over the past couple of months, I've been looking at like where's inflation hitting, where what companies are doing well. And obviously supermarkets was kind of top of mm-hmm. mind because people still spend on necessities. Yeah. And one of the companies I was looking at was Costco mm. because it's a similar, you know, discounted kind of business model. Yeah. And it's maybe not as big in Australia. It's quite big in the US. Mm. But there was a podcast that I listened to about rotisserie chickens. Right. And it pretty much was saying that Costco's strategy is to keep their rotisserie chickens at four ninety nine, which is pretty cheap. Very cheap. And they keep them at the back of the supermarket. Yeah. And so you do all your shopping uh, at Costco just to get your chicken. It's like Ikea. You have to walk through oh, the entire so thing. Maze. <laughs> so hard. You walk through the maze that is Costco to get your cheap chicken. Yeah. But I thought like, okay, number one, so clever. But number two, I've shopped at Costco before and it is an experience. Let me tell you. <laughs> so what does all this have to do with leadership? <laughs> 
Let's talk about supermarkets all day. So when I was looking into it, one of the things I do often look at is who is the CEO. And Craig Jelenic was actually voted the number one CEO on Glassdoor in 2021. Mm. So obviously it's a massive tick. And then you can dig into that. And when you type in these CEOs' names, I'll just go to the news tab and have a little look through. And it's, you know, he's voted the most empathetic leader. He puts such an importance on all the benefits for employees. So in the US, it's really hard to get life insurance and health insurance. And he... There's a quote of his, something along the lines of during this difficult time, he'd prefer to cut every other cost than his, you know, employee costs Yeah, because they're people and they're important. So that was just one that I saw and it pushes you over the line when you hear stuff like that, someone leading. What about you? Have you? Yes, I invested in Airbnb off the back of learn well I did other research too but off the back <laughs> of learning more about sort of the story behind the founders and the CEO Brian Chesky so first big tick is he is one of the original founders which is always a plus because Love. if you can find someone who you know they have more passion they're more connected to the business they're more invested if you will <laughs> but the story is really cool Airbnb failed multiple times They started selling cereal during the 2008 election period to pay off debt. And then watching how the business was able to sort of react and respond to COVID and survive. Like they they IPO just before COVID hit. Mm. And then they're literally like a travel business. Like it could not have been worse timing for the business. And they were able to pivot. Yes. My mom hates that word. (laughs) She gets so upset. Most people do. (laughs) Yeah, but mom gets like particularly upset. (laughs) Um, but they were able to pivot really beautifully and still manage to, you know, perform well during what is a really challenging time for their company. I think two things I pick out of your story is that they're resilient. Mm. You've got leaders that even if they get t- being told, no, 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 you can't do this, we're in so much debt, they'll sell cereal. Yeah. And then number two, that you've got a leader that can be adaptable, flexible. Agile. Agile. All Agile three. leadership. <laughs> Agile, because you're right. You never know what's going to hit a business and you need someone to be able to make a decision quickly and, you know, move on from it. So I really want to get into how we actually figure out whether leaders are good or not. How do we find this information? But before we do, we will take a quick break for our sponsors. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So we have been talking about Disney and how the CEO is returning after he resigned for a very brief period. (laughs) And the share price responded really well. And we've been discussing, I guess, more broadly around why leadership is so important in companies and how it can really impact performance. But the real question here is, when we're looking to invest in a company, where do we actually find this information? How do we figure out if the leader is doing a good job or not? It's research. <laughs> okay. Let me ask a more direct question. <laughs> yeah, where, where do you do your research? Okay. So you're thinking about investing in a company. You want to learn about the leader. Yeah. What do you do? Okay. So one of the first things that I do is, I mean, to find out, no, sorry. One of the first things I do is actually search interviews on YouTube or as podcasts. Mm. I really like YouTube because you kind of get like, I know this sounds really stupid, but you like humanize them a bit. Mm. Like you get to say, like I know podcasts are great as well, but like you get to watch. And yeah. anyway, the reason why I really like YouTube is because when you listen to a leader doing an interview, I feel like you can really gauge whether or not they know the more specific details of a company and the reason why I like more specific details is it means that they're really across it they're not just getting random advisors to tell them like the high level story it's like no they know like what where when yeah a good example is was the CEO still is the CEO of Imugene and she was just doing it was a full random interview I have no idea what it was about but she knew like every trial date every date that this was finishing every date that that was starting when you listened you were quite engaged and it also just showed she knew what was fine detail yeah she really knew and she's obviously in the nitty-gritty of it all otherwise those dates would not be in your mind I used to work at Macquarie and what really sticks out to me when you were saying that is every time we used to hear Shamara speak Mm. she was the exact same like the level of detail that she knew about her business which is like a ginormous business and all these different divisions and everything it was so impressive Mm. and I always I found it really humbling to be like she actually knows the fine details of the tiny team that I'm in yeah she knows it and everyone used to say that if you were ever presenting to her that like she would ask the most distinct and precise questions and it was like terrifying but also in a really good way like she was such a skill such Such a skill skill. where's the first place that you start looking for information i will type the ceo's name into spotify or like apple podcasts i'm a big podcast person evidently yeah um diary of a ceo i really like listening to them on that because you get the host is so good Stephen bartlett at giving you a more personal side to that person yeah and He's very, he sort of really drives into like purpose and who the human is behind this role and who the human is behind the business. And I really enjoy like learning more about that. I feel like the Whitney Wolf Wolf Herd. I always say Herd Wolf Wolf Herd. So do I. I I don't know why I always screw it up. But her story about why she started the AF and it gives you that background and it like totally pulls you into the story. Such, that was, that's probably one of my favorite episodes to date of of Diary of a CEO. The other one is How I Built This is so awesome for learning about the business and what the why of the company that you're thinking about. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes on that is the Strava episode. Yeah. They did like a resilience series yeah, of like during companies COVID. during COVID and like the guys of Strava and it's just like, I agree, you get to know the personalities of the people and like their passion. So if you're invest, I mean, I don't think Strava's listed. 
or like public or big enough. Yeah. But like maybe they're owned by someone. But like I think when you then go to invest in something, it's like, oh, I know the people who are running this. Like, yeah. Even though you probably don't know them. <laughs> I'm like such a sucker for a story though. Yes. Like, when I'm investing in a company, I think in order to stay engaged in what I'm investing in and to feel – like purpose with what I'm doing with my money. I want to know the story behind the company. Yeah. I want. I don't want to relate to it. Yeah. Another one that is really good. You touched on this um, briefly earlier with Costco is Glassdoor. I yeah. love getting like an insider perspective from the employees, from the people working for the CEO about what they think about them. I know, and it's pretty like stark. Like it's very obvious just from a very quick search mm. whether people like it or not. You know, like yeah. And, and often the reviews will be very similar. Like you'll get to know what yeah. the, the issues are. Have you ever written a Glassdoor review? No, Neither. I haven't. But I probably haven't been in enough workplaces or like had the need to. Are they anonymous? I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm risky, sure it's like it? you have to sign up using your work email. It has to be a work email. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I guess. So they can identify could, yeah. what company you're with. Wow. Because they need to verify that like if I'm writing a review for my workplace that I actually work there and I'm not just yeah out to yeah get, yeah that I mean like sense. we're at like competing firms so I could just like sign up <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like so yeah I think you Cash have to verify other CEOs wow I know it's I've never done it but I think you do have to sign up and maybe you maybe it could be an anonymous review it but they do need be. to verify you yeah um one last one I wanted to actually not last another one I wanted to touch on was simply Wall Street yes which is I guess an investing website website platform. Yeah. Like you can't invest through it, but it gives you information about companies. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you're looking at more than five companies, you do have to pay a small fee. But if you are interested in it, they do have like a management tab. Mm. And there's a couple of things on there. Like it talks about like the management tenure, which is really important because yeah. they've been there for a long time. Versus if you see that it's turning over really regularly, yeah. red flags. Another one which I looked at for Costco was in this management tab. It has like how the CEO is compensated. So for example, Craig's remunerate oh, Craig, the CEO of Costco. Your mate. Yeah. <laughs> Craig. Craig. What's up? Let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> His remuneration is tied to the company's performance. Mm. So like he gets paid more if the company does well. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a, I guess, a green flag. Yeah. yeah green flag. Because, you know, if the company does well, he does well. So he's yeah. incentivized to do well. I've just been learning all about this doing the CA. Very interesting. When a leader comes to the end of their tenure, if they're like, depending on what their remuneration is linked to, do they like mess with the financials a bit to try and get paid more? That's dodgy as. The first subject of the CA is ethics. (laughs) No, I know, but I'm learning about how to recognize that and how you can change (laughs) the company policies so that you don't, you don't have that issue. Talking really quickly, sidetrack about green flags. Would you have any yellow flags for a CEO? Yeah, or just like someone you're dating. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> someone told me the funniest one the other day. Yeah, okay, you you tell me your story. Don't ask me. <laughs> someone said that they would a yellow flag would be if you were gluten free. <laughs> so does that mean like? Look, it's like it's, not a no, not, not a no. <laughs> we don't love it, but it's not ideal. Yeah, like I would prefer to eat gluten in this. But then I was like, does that really affect your life? Yeah, because you can't share food. I'd be so happy if I didn't have to share my food with anyone. No offense to anyone that's gluten-free. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But any yellow flags for a leader? Um, maybe like criminal record. <laughs> Actually, that's probably a red flag. Red flag. <laughs> I take it back. 
Like a DUI, like a, what's it called? A DUI drive. It's like a bit of fraud in the past. Oh or god, something. that's definitely a red flag. The final one that I will say that I quite like doing when I'm trying to scope out a leader is typing in the name into Google and then clicking to the news tab. Yeah, I agree because you can kind of see like the good, the bad, the ugly. And then a final one which maybe doesn't give as much information as the other ones I found, but even just doing a quick search on LinkedIn, mm. looking at just like their previous experience. Yeah. Like if they've worked in the industry, I do find that if people have worked in the industry for a long time, they'd be quite knowledgeable. Or if they've led companies prior. Yeah, come from an adjacent space that could potentially bring like fresh ideas to like old industries. I don't know. It's just one that you look at at the end. Nice. Yeah. Okay, Mads, coming up to Christmas, I feel like we've been socialising a fair bit, less reading, less watching. Or maybe that's just me. (laughs) Maybe I'm just making the assumption for you. I mean, I feel like we've been doing a lot of studying and a lot of working. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any recommendations? (laughs) Yes, I do. Important time for recommendations. You've got Christmas coming up. You need presents. You need summer reading. Yeah. I've got a book for you. It is the Get Started Investing Book by the Equity Mates guys. It's on sale at the moment, only $19. Sorry, that is an absolute bargain. Yeah. Grab it, chuck it in someone's Christmas stocking. Chris Kringle. That's that a good could one. be a good Chris Kringle present. 20 bucks. Nice. But also a great time of year to like sort of re-engage with and reset in terms of your finances and learn a little bit more about investing. 100%. I do have one other recommendation for you. This one is like a little bit more complex or like in the weeds in terms of investing news. It's a podcast called All In. I have been really sort of binging their episodes recently. I really like it. The hosts are all really successful Silicon Valley sort of venture capital types, investors, executives. So Chamath was an early exec at Facebook. Jay Cal, the next host, was an early investor in Uber. There's David Sachs, who was the CEO of PayPal in like the Elon Musk era. And David Friedberg, who was also at Google in the early days. So, like, very smart hosts. In their most recent episode, um, it actually won't be when this comes out. So, it's called SBF's Media Strategy, FTX Culpability, etc., etc. It's quite a long title. They obviously aren't into their, like, savvy titles. Um, but there's a great explainer on what actually happened with the crypto platform, oh, FTX. Yeah. And they have a really interesting conversation around who is to blame. So they talk about, is it the investors? So the people who bought into that company and sort of funded it early on, that is it their fault that they didn't do the proper DD due diligence to make sure that the company was set up correctly? Is it regulators or is it the media? And they have a fascinating conversation. So if you are interested in that and you want to get into the weeds a little bit more, I highly recommend checking out All In. Yeah, I will actually listen to that one. What are you recommending this week? Mine is uh, a Netflix series called Pepsi, Where Is My Jet? So, because you actually recommended this to me last week, but the recording didn't work, I went and watched it and it's great. Yeah. I loved it. It's a, it's a, it's a very funny series about a guy who pretty much tries to buy a jet from Pepsi points. Won't give away too much. Go and have a watch. Nice. Well, I guess that is us done for another week. Nearly there. End of the come on, year. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, like 30 seconds. <laughs>
coming up to the very end of the year, which is exciting. We hope that you guys all have some very special plans with friends and family. Next year, fresh off the rank, we will have a new summer series for you, our second summer series. Very exciting. We're in the midst of recording at the moment and it's going to be all about the biggest themes and industries to look out for next year. So keep your eye out for that one in early Jan. And if you are on our social media at YIGC Podcast, our Instagram, we actually had you guys voting. So we have chosen the industries that you asked to hear about. So this is tailored for you. If you have any questions, as always, please feel free to send us a DM on Instagram, like so said, YIGC Podcast, or jump into our Facebook group, YIGC Investing Podcast Discussion Group. Otherwise, you'll hear from us very soon. Catch you then. Bye. You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.